Back at it again. I am back and ready to dive into National Signing Day for the Golden Gophers. Today we're talking offense. A whole lot to talk about today on Locked On Golden Gophers. You are Locked On Golden Gophers. No matter what we're going to do here, we're just going to keep rowing. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Uh, Golden Gophers. Whatever turns out, we're just going to keep rowing. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. We're just going to keep rowing, keep rowing, and keep rowing. You're listening to Locked On Golden Gophers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Kane Robb, host of the podcast, former collegiate football video coordinator and recruiting assistant here to talk Golden Gophers with you each and every day of the week, Monday through Friday. Now, I know I've been a little off here and there with the schedule, just got back from my honeymoon. It was a blast. It was a good to be back home now. It is good to be back home now. Back up and running, running with the shows here at Locked On Golden Gophers. So definitely be sure to hit subscribe on YouTube to make sure you're getting all of the latest and greatest episodes and find us wherever you get your podcasts at Locked On Golden Gophers. Now, like I said, it's good to be back home, but I would be straight up lying to you if I said that I was happy to be back in the cold. Absolutely not. Like, it was rough. I I get what... People coming from the South, recruits, prospects coming from the South and coming up to Minnesota feel like, you know, I was born here. I was raised in it. I didn't understand fully. Like, I get it. It's cold. It hurts your face. All that. I know. I know. But I I was used to it. I went to North Dakota for a year. It was worse there, to be honest. Came back, was thankful for it. Then I go down for a honeymoon in the Virgin U.S. Virgin Islands and out there for a week in 80 degrees, constantly, beautiful sunshine, warm breeze, perfect weather. And I come back to a blizzard, a blizzard. I mean, sheesh, come on, come on. I can't catch a break with it, but I am happy to be back live with the show and going back at it. I want to thank all of you who took the time to drop in the comments or on Twitter, wishing us uh, a happy honeymoon. It was one indeed. Now, Let's get back into what we're here to talk about, and that is all of the new official Gophers, and boy, oh boy, there are a lot. Now, there were 33 total Gophers signed on National Signing Day. We had 21 scholarship players coming from the high school level, seven preferred walk-on players from the high school level, and then five transfers coming in as well in a partridge in a pear tree as they would say it here for the holiday times now today i'm just going to give you a gist of the guys we're going to focus on the offense today and then tomorrow so tomorrow the 22nd we are going to be talking about the defense as well i'm putting this out a little later on the 21st so bear with me but hopefully if you didn't catch it right on the 21st when it drops, then you'll be able to catch it on the 22nd and catch both of them on the 22nd. Find out about the entire class as a whole. Now, we're going to talk about the players, just the gist of these guys, like I was saying. On top of that, we'll hear from Coach Fleck and what he said at the presser on a few of these guys. And then early next week, we're going to discuss which players could be maybe immediate contributors or maybe just get a little deeper on some of these prospects. Well, now, 
official gophers, not prospects anymore, commits, signed on the dotted line, signed the NLI, which is the National Letter of Intent, saying they're headed this way. And we'll talk about the ones who are early early enrollees as well, who, who will be here for spring ball, who will be here starting in January, working in the strength and conditioning program, getting familiar with the program from the jump. We're going to talk about those guys next week as well. But like I said, we're doing quick thoughts today. Now the class, like I said, has 33 players in it, two quarterbacks, two running backs, five wide receivers, two tight ends, five offensive linemen. Then you flip it over to defense. You have four D linemen, five linebackers, six DBs, and then two specialists. Now quick on those two specialists. First, you have Ryan Algram, who is a long snapper from the same high school that PJ Fleck attended when he went to high school way back in the day. Sorry, not trying to aid you there, but it's been a while. So back in Illinois, attended same high school as what PJ, where PJ Fleck went just in time. We got him just in time. He's coming on campus to learn from Brady Weeks, who is our current long snapper. He has one year of eligibility left, so it's the perfect time for Ryan to come in, kind of learn the ropes, get a feel of what the college program is, really use a red shirt year, and then be able to kind of take over the take the reins and take over the helm as far as long snapping goes in that 2024 season. So great to have someone ready to fill the shoes as we move forward. And then speaking of that, Caleb McGrath punter was the other specialist who came in. He's from East View High School here in Minnesota. He is playing in the Under Armour All-American game. And he, Mark Crawford, our current punter, has two years of eligibility left. Now, Caleb McGrath mentioned to 24-7 that he plans to redshirt in his first year. The plan is to redshirt, so that should be out there and stated for you right away, fans. But then from there, you take that redshirt year and take that senior year that he had this past season and really work on himself, work on getting stronger, work on building out for Division I college football, and then hopefully earn a scholarship after that. Now, Minnesota was his dream school, so the commitment was a little easier for him there. But overall, great pieces to have added to the team in positions that people don't think about too often, but really setting ourselves up long-term when it comes to the program in special teams and the specialists that will fill those roles. Now, moving forward, like I said, we're going to talk about breaking down the new additions. Today, we're focusing on offense. Tomorrow, we will talk about defense. So we're going to talk about the offensive additions that we have coming into this program from National Signing Day. And then we'll also talk about maybe who could see some early playing time, highest upside, and players that intrigue me. But first, before we do any of that, I want to thank you for making Lockdown Golden Gophers your first listen when it comes to Gophers Daily Sports. I truly appreciate it. And if you haven't already, be sure to hit subscribe on YouTube so you can get notified whenever a new video comes out, which should be each and every day of the week, Monday through Friday in season. Now, before we get into these player specifics, I do want to talk about our friends over at Bet online. Bet online is your number one source for information when it comes to sports wagering information. When you need the latest and greatest when it comes to semi-pro sports 
amateur sports in professional sports. Bet online has you covered from soccer to golf to football to NHL. They had the World Cup, which officially finished, and Argentina brought home the crown. They have the NBA, NHL, you name it. You can find the odds over at Bet Online. Bet Online is your number one source for sports betting information, but they also have podcasts as well. So be sure to check out our friends over at Bet Online where the game starts. All right, folks, let's do this. Let's talk about the players on the offensive side of ball, the additions from National Sign Day, and we'll go position by position. So the first position we have to talk about is the quarterback position. Now, the first quarterback that was brought in to the Gophers was Drew Vioto over from Michigan, initially from Canada. His parents moved him down to Michigan to help be able to set him up to play football at a higher level, to help him put himself in the position to continue on in football, him and his siblings and the sports that they wish to play, moved him from Canada to the U.S. in Michigan to help make those dreams a reality. And now he's signing with the Gophers. He's a three-star kid. Big arm, extremely knowledgeable, and a high intellect at that quarterback position, which can never be overstated. You love to see it. You love to have that attribute from your quarterback, but it seems he's really resilient as well. Coach Fleck brought it up in the fact that on the day that Coach Scirocco went out to go see Drew, it was like a torrential downpour, tons of rain, heavy rain, and Coach Rocco was like, we can move this workout indoors. And Drew was like, no, no, I haven't that. We're staying outside. I can do it. We're going to play in the cold. We're going to play in the elements when it comes to college football. So I can prove to you right here, right now that I'm built for this. And you love that attitude. You love that swagger. You love that confidence in himself. And Kirk Shiraka, after watching that workout and seeing that attitude was like, Coach Flag, this is our guy. This is our guy when it comes to adding a quarterback in this class. And you love to hear it. I love to hear it. And it helps also that he played high school ball with one of the top recruits in this signing class as well in Darius Taylor, who played running back and some slot receiver a little bit for that Michigan team, Wald Lake Western. Now, Of course, Ethan looks like the future at the quarterback position, but it is always pertinent to have quarterbacks, at least usually one quarterback in every class, to be able to build that room, have the depth in case someone goes down. It's always a next up mentality when it comes to the quarterback position and having someone with that high IQ, with that heavily or just being knowledgeable and able to pick up the playbook quickly That is going to be helpful in any quarterback room you enter. So Drew Viotto, a great kid to have on the roster, officially committed. And speaking of his teammate, that's who we're going to talk about next, Darius Taylor. Darius Taylor, four-star running back from Michigan, again, played with Drew Viotto. Now, he is the running back of the future when it comes to Minnesota. Now, it doesn't mean that he's going to be the sole back. Could he be? Yes, he could be. It's definitely possible. But we have another talented back in Zach Evans. You have another talented back in this class who we'll also talk about coming up soon here. And we don't know what the room will look like necessarily, but Coach Fleck had high praise for Darius Taylor. We've been amping and gassing up Darius Taylor all season so far because the kid has shown out, especially in his senior season. He is pretty 
I think he's newer to football, and I'm not saying it's brand new to him, but he he's newer to the running back position, I should say. Sophomore year, he was playing mainly slot receiver. Junior and senior year, he moved over to that running back room and has really ran away with it, no pun intended. Now, like I said, Coach Fleck had high praise for him, and I want to drop a video clip of what Coach Fleck said in his presser today when it came to Darius Taylor. So I got that for you here right now. You know, the, one of the prized recruits of the class because of how heavily recruited he was. And NIL was involved from other schools constantly. That was one of the biggest hurdles. It just became more money and more money and more money. Um, great thing about us was it was never about money. It didn't have anything to do with money. In fact, it had nothing to do with money because there wasn't any sitting there. Um, he, had a, he picked us for all the right reasons. He picked it for the relationships. He picked it for the opportunity. We're talking about Darius Taylor out of Wald Lake Western High School. Um, and you talk about a support staff. Uh, lives with his auntie, uh, Shanika, who is his biggest fan, uh, next to his cousin, his cousin Mariah, who's a heck of a basketball player, and then his, his grandma, um, Carlita. Uh, if you get a chance to meet her, there's nobody who loves their grandchildren more than her. And uh, she's a huge fan of the Gophers. She's already told me what place she wants ran next year, what place she wants ran in the bowl game, what we do well, what we don't do well. Um, he's a mid-year. But everybody wanted this young man because he is so dynamic. He's not only a dynamic person, he's a dynamic player. Catching the ball, running the ball, um, just an absolute stud. Uh, Coach Roach uh, was, was huge in this process. I think he stands for all the right things. Stands for all the right things in college football. Stands for all the right things with NIL and how it was designed and implemented. Uh, when student athletes have that name, image, and likeness when they're at their institutions, I think that's absolutely critical. And then Coach Donovan Dooley was critical in his uh, recruiting process. Again, has all, uh, I, I think, the right perspective of helping young people pick the schools about the right fit. Um, you know, I, I just got a statistic today. I think there's like 4,700 people in the portal right now, uh, 4,700 student athletes. That's a lot. And it's up 19% than it was even last year, and that was a lot. Uh, so when you're talking about people making decisions for all the wrong reasons, I think that has happened more than ever. Uh, it's very refreshing to see people that pick it for all the right reasons. And not just because he picked Minnesota. I'm not saying we're the only right reason. I'm saying because it fit. And it was the perfect fit for him. It was exactly what he was looking for academically, athletically, socially, spiritually, with serving and giving. He ran the ball 268 times this year for 2,450 yards. I think he can handle some, you know, 30 to 39 carries, you know, from, from that. 36 touchdowns this season. Every week it looked like we were watching a video game. And, uh, I mean, he set a single game record with 438 yards rushing uh, in one game this season. Scored six touchdowns three times. So maybe Mo's records might be broken by the guy that he helped recruit uh, to bring in here. And I know Mo would love that. He's also a wrestler. He competes uh, in track. He's a first-team Detroit Free Press All-Stater. First, first All-State all in everything, but All-State is a person. And uh, we're so excited about Darius coming here. Uh, he's got an incredible story, which I can't wait for all of you to be able to find out about, write about, because he's what's right about college athletics. And uh, it's a lot of fun uh, to be able to recruit young men like this, especially with all the offers and the temptations that he has. Not to say those are bad. Uh, a lot of people decide on those things, but he didn't. And uh, he'll be starting here early as well. So, so like Coach Flex said, 
he's a grinder. He's loyal and he's going to work his tail off and he's committed. He's officially here. He signed and he will be here in January. He is an early enrollee, which should help with his opportunity moving forward. In fact, he will likely be the player in this true freshman class to see the most opportunity as a true freshman, in my opinion. Now, another running back that we have to talk about is Marquise Williams from Pennsylvania, three-star guy, former four-star guy. He has the talent of a four-star guy, and he is a scat-tap, scat-back type running back. Could be a major compliment to that running back room with a heavier passing look possibly as well. So definitely a benefit to his game and being able to have multiple backs out there, not always running one guy over and over and over like we did with Mo Ibrahim, but maybe seeing a tandem of Darius, of Marquise, of Zach Evans, and really riding the hot hand, maybe more of a style like we saw with Marion Barber and Lawrence Maroney. Who knows? Only time will tell, but it is extremely intriguing. The talent in this room, like I said, uh, he was a stud in high school, 4,400 rushing yards over his high school career, 700 receiving yards over his high school career, and 81 combined touchdowns through the air or on the ground in high school. Absolutely dynamic Averaged like a crazy high yards per carry around like eight or so. If I recall, a friend of the show, Ryan Burns, had mentioned in one of his articles as well. Marquise Williams, a great complimentary back who I look forward to having on the team. Next up is Kenrick Lanier. He is a wide receiver from Georgia, three-star kid. He's one of the most intriguing guys in this class to me, in my opinion. He's one of two wide receivers that are playing in the high school All-American game, formerly the Army All-American game. He'll be playing in that coming up here in January. He is also an early enrollee, and he gives the staff flashes of a former Georgia wide receiver that played for Minnesota in Rashad Bateman. So here's what Coach Fleck had to say about Kenrick. Playmakers in the state of Georgia, uh, Kendrick Lanier, the second from Decatur High School in Georgia. Uh, he's one of the selections to the All-America Bowl here, coming All-American Bowl coming up here, so you get a chance to watch him here soon. He's a 22 and a half foot long jumper. He's an incredible basketball player. He's great. He can hit great 40 times. Uh, again, Georgia player, basketball player, long in the long jump, great kid. Uh, he kind of reminds us of somebody that, that, that played here a, a few years ago when you watch him as an, a student athlete. Um, we recruited him for a long time. I know he was recruited to, or committed to an SEC school, but it wasn't like we flipped him late. Uh, we've been recruiting him for a long time, and uh, it's been great to get to know him and his family. But he's a tremendous, tremendous athlete, uh, player of the year in basketball. But uh, the 5A Offensive Player of the Year uh, selected to the All-America Bowl, like I said. Uh, you talk about a young man who has a vision of coming in here and playing. Uh, this young man does. He's enrolling early, so he'll be here and hopefully makes an immediate impact on our football team. But really excited to have Kenrick a part of us. So Kenrick Lanier, again, one of my most intriguing guys, I think, but overall, Love his talent. Another wide receiver coming in for the Gophers is TJ McWilliams from Indiana, three-star guy, also playing in that All-American game. In fact, they are the first two wide receivers for the Minnesota program to play in that Army All-American game. On top of that, 
TJ McWilliams is a technician when it comes to the route running portion of receiving. And when it comes to his release package, those are some of my favorite traits when it comes to receivers. So TJ McWilliams will be a guy to keep an eye on moving forward, especially as he continues to develop in the program. It might take a year, it might take a couple years for him to get the opportunity to shine here with the University of Minnesota and the Gophers, but I do believe he could be a special player for this team. Now, the third receiver commit when it came to the high school true freshman class coming in of 2023, you have Nuke Hayes. Danielle Nuke is the nickname Hayes. Three-star guy from Florida. Great size. Great explosion. Absolute athlete. Averaged 20 yards per catch in high school. He's got huge ability, huge talent, and could be an absolute weapon for this offense. Now, he also has the athleticism to play in year one, but it will be tough because he is not enrolling until the summer, so he's going to have to grasp the playbook really quickly on top of that and be able to show that talent in a very deep room. So it's not an absolute expectation, but it would be fun to see him maybe in a handful of games and being able to maintain his red shirt as well. But when it comes to this wide receiver's room, it's really Whoever is the most talented player and is going to go out there and help this team win games, that's who's going to be on the field. So seeing all this wide receiver help coming in is extremely exciting moving forward. And it also looks like the Gophers are starting to show their hand when it comes to passing the ball more next year. You can't bring in this many pieces, pass catchers, three receivers on the true freshman class, two on a transfer class. Plus, you have so many guys returning. You can't do that without kind of showing your hand that, look, this is what we're building and what we're trying to do. On top of Darius Taylor, Marquise Williams, even Zach Evans all have receiving chops and are no slouch when it comes to catching the ball. So that should excite you on its own. Now let's move on. I'm going to fly through some of these next ones so we can keep this episode at least in a reasonable amount of time. Tight end Sam Peters, three-star guy from Minnesota, played at Maple Grove, 6'5", 220, great hands, would be fantastic for him to learn and play a year with Brevin Spanford if he decides to return. We'll see what happens with that in the very near future. Real smart player. His seven-on-seven coaches talk about his intellect and his ability to learn quickly. Major player on a state champion team, and I think that with time, he will be a good piece for this Gophers program. Pierce Walsh, another tight end, three-star guy from Illinois, tough kid. I think he could be a guy that continues to work in the program and hit the strength program and could eventually maybe play his way into a role like a Co'Keefe or like a Calorup looking forward. Now, now we're moving to the five offensive linemen in this class. That's right, five of them, five big boys. You love to see it, and they're all extremely talented. Jerome Williams, interior offensive lineman from Osseo, Minnesota, four-star kid, major upside. Coach Flex said he is really raw, but when he puts it together, look out. Now, he's fairly new to football, but he has major talent and ability, and that has shown in the quick rise in the rankings, having only really played football for about two years now. He has the build. He has the long arms to be successful, not only in the Big Ten, but if he can put it all together to make it to the pros, to the NFL as well. Now, working with Coach Callahan will really help him truly reap all of that potential, and he is a guy who could be truly exciting. 
Another player that could be truly exciting, four-star guy, offensive lineman, Greg Johnson. Greg Johnson, he's a bad man. I'm not going to lie to you. This kid, he's just, he's grimy with it. He's a mauler. He can get down in the dirt. He He's not afraid to put a guy in the ground, and that's what you love to see from an offensive lineman. He is from Minnesota, like I said, Prior Lake. Outside of Darius Thomas, or Darius Taylor, excuse me, I think Greg is the most likely freshman to try and push for time in that freshman year. Now, he may need to kick on the inside, play more of an interior position like a guard position, having the three departures coming from our interior offensive line in order to get on the field early. But I think he has the size to do it. I think he has the ability to do it. So we'll see what happens. Now, he is an early enrollee, which will help and be a huge benefit to him if the goal is to try and get on the field as soon as possible. Coach Fleck mentioned that his camp performance was amazing. 247 analysts were in awe of how well he made a huge jump from junior to senior year when it came to his tape. And plain and simple, he's a dude. He is a dude and one of my favorite prospects on the offensive side of ball. Next guy, we got to talk about Reese Tripp, offensive lineman, three-star guy from Minnesota, huge player, six foot seven, 330 pounds. He's ready to hit the field now, but we got to, we got to get all these guys uh, in the system. We got to get them fine-tuned, got to shape the edges you know what i'm saying so and coach callahan is the type of coach to do such a thing one of the best if not the best offensive line coach out there in my opinion so it's going to be great for reese trip to learn and he is an early enrollee so it should be great for him to get a head start in the program and a mr minnesota football finalist as well that's reese trip two other offensive linemen we have to talk about both similar in that they could be extremely high upside guys they're just got to Start putting it together. Start, you know, cleaning up the edges. And so the first is Derek Mister, six foot six, three hundred and ten pounds, has an immense ceiling. First team All State, and he will be joining in the summer. And then you have Philip Daniels. He was the final addition to this class officially. A great ad by the program. Has the athleticism similar to that of an Ariante Ursary. He will be. It'll be great for both him and Derek Mister to be able to work with Coach Callahan over year one and really push themselves to their potential and build within the strength of the program as well. So both of those guys are extremely exciting. Now, the last people we got to talk about here are the transfers. We have Corey Crooms, wide receiver from Western Michigan. We talked about him earlier in last week. Five foot 11, 170 pound, one year of eligibility left. He plays mainly in the slot, and that's exactly what this team needs. He has familiarity with the wide receivers coach here at Minnesota. Again, one year of eligibility left to play, and last season he had 57 catches for 814 yards and five touchdowns. I think he is going to be the one that sees the field almost right away as long as he kind of keeps taking those strides and putting it together in this playbook. The other transfer, Elijah Spencer, wide receiver, Charlotte, 6'2", 190, two years of eligibility left, so great to see that. Extremely talented, great person on and off the field. Praises from all of the people who have been around him or come in contact with him in that Charlotte program. And then he was also a former Conference USA Freshman of the Year in 2021. Both guys talented. Both can contribute to this team right away, and it starts with spring ball. The last name I have to bring up is Max 
from Stillwater. I think it's Shikinjansky, but I know I'm going to butcher it. I know his father used to play basketball for the Gophers. His mother, I believe, played volleyball for the Gophers. So the family is all Gophers all the time, and he will be a walk-on quarterback for the Gophers team. Now, next, we're going to talk about a couple questions. Who could see early playing time? Highest upside, that's what's coming up next. All right, so the last thing we're talking about here at Locked On Golden Gophers is those questions. Who could see early playing time? In my personal opinion, you got both the transfers, obviously, with the shorter eligibility time, with the heavy experience right away. They should be able to kind of jump in and blend in right away when it comes to the spring season and get ready to play immediately. From there, I think Darius Taylor and Greg Johnson are your next two guys. I kind of mentioned that earlier. I do think Darius Taylor is going to be a key player in this running back room uh heavily recruited heavily talented michigan was pulling out the stops michigan state was pulling out the stops and other schools as well that just shows you how talented this kid is and the gophers were able to hold on to him great kid loves the academics of the program loves what the program stands for but also loves the style of play so we're gonna get the ball in his hands and we're gonna get him involved and i can't wait to see it the final player that might maybe get some time in early freshman year could be Kenrick Lanier, depending on how quick he picks it up in the spring. I think he brings something that a lot of wide receivers maybe don't in this room. So it's a possibility, but it depends on how the spring season kicks it off for him, how he picks it up, how he grasps the playbook, and then how he puts it together in the fall camp heading in. Those are the guys that I would say probably have the best odds at seeing time in the next season. Now, highest upside outside of the obvious answers of the four-star guys, I think every O-lineman in this class has the upside to be really special, but how do you capitalize on it? How do you push yourself? How do you take the next steps, learn and grow? Are you outworking other guys? Are you outworking other programs? Are you outworking other people in the Big Ten? It's not just here in Minnesota, but it's how you take those next steps to get to the pros, to get to the NFL. You have the talent that's come from here. You have Fa Lele. You have John Michael Schmitz, who will eventually be in the NFL, picking those guys' brains, but also working with this offensive line coach who can help you get to those places. That is going to be huge. So past the offensive linemen. I think the two people with the highest upside are Kenrick Lanier and Nuke Hayes. Both are high upside guys. Both will be competitive from the jump. They have the talent to compete with everyone in their room from day one. But how quickly do you pick it all up? Kenrick might have the jump start, seeing as he's enrolling early and will be here in January. I think both could be major, major players in 2024. Then players that intrigue me. Sam Peters, I think overall he's going to need a year or two to not only continue filling out and getting stronger and in that strength and conditioning program, but also to develop more in the run blocking game. Now, once that comes along, I think he can be a very, very, very useful and very a strong player for this Gophers program. That's how I'll put it. I think what we see Brevin Span Ford do, I think that's something, a role he can try to step into, but it's going to take some time and some filling out, but he intrigues me. TJ McWilliams, another guy who super intrigues me. The potential ability we don't see a lot of in the room. Great in the short area game, explosive, great route running, great release package. As he gets stronger and he continues to develop, he could be a great guy 
for the program after a year or two. As those older wave of guys kind of move out and lose their eligibility, he's one of those first guys I would expect to step up to the plate and be a key player. And then the final player that really intrigues me, Philip Daniels. I said earlier this week, he was one of the guys that could help make this class extremely special. There were three guys I listed. Now, he's the only one of the three that ended up committing to the Gophers. Oh, well with the other guys, but the upside is there for Philip Daniels. The personality is there. I think he'll be a fun gopher to watch, and I look forward to him being in Dinky Town. Now, this show went a little longer, but there's a lot to talk about, so that's why we're splitting it into two, and we're talking about defense tomorrow. Thank you for listening. My name is Kane Rob. Be sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss a single video moving forward. Now, we're going to keep talking about recruits. We're going to dive into this football moving forward towards the bowl game. And once we hit January, we are going to have a hockey show every week. We're going to have multiple basketball shows every week. And we're going to keep talking about the latest updates with the football team. So be sure to hit subscribe. Thank you for listening. This is Kane Rob signing off. I'll see you tomorrow. Row the boat. Sky, you monster. Go, go.